1: So, you guys, I have a little deviation from what I have been doing so far for the first eight episodes. Today, I have something special for you. Recently, I was interviewed by Danielle Atkinson, who runs the Silver Lining Mamas Facebook group. And... Um, And she interviewed me. We did a little Facebook Live interview, and it was just for her closed group. And she had people submitting questions ahead of time, and we just kind of had this chat. And so what I've done is I've taken uh, kind of a chunk out of it. Where we got through all the you know details at the beginning, explaining who I was and all that good stuff, and we really got into some of the Q and A. So where you guys are going to start listening today, because I've I'm putting it in the podcast just the part where we really do the Q and A, and I kind of launch into teaching on the spot because I thought you guys might find it interesting and some of this information would be helpful. Um, Where we jump in, a mom had just said that she was worried about her 11-year-old daughter who's going to middle school next year who struggles with anxiety and that it's really hard for this mom to understand her because they're complete opposites. And I had just kind of explained that I also have felt like I was a complete opposite with my oldest child. And as the years have gone on, um, I don't feel like we're such complete opposites anymore, but I did for a long time. And so what I was telling her Is you'll and you'll kind of hear me go more into this. Is that these kids that are the opposites of us? They're here to teach us something. And when we stop fighting against their natural temperament and we learn to understand it, we can actually tap into their superpower rather than making them wrong because they're different from us and we don't understand it. So, this literally shapes our kids' stories about themselves and shapes their beliefs. And this is how we help our kids to have a positive inner dialogue for the rest of their life by helping to shape their belief. we're going to shape their beliefs anyway. So we might as well shape their beliefs towards the positive. And this is how we counteract the whole not enough, epidemic, which is really not enough beliefs from messages that we got at some point during our childhood that is plaguing so many adults and kids in our world. So this kind of ties into a bigger overall teaching that i like to cover and we do it in talking about anxiety and then we go on to talk about some other things like sibling rivalry and um what about when you have a defiant kid who refuses to do what you ask them to do like how do i problem solve that and so i just thought you know what I thought this was a good interview, so what if I just take kind of the best nuggets and uh, and go ahead and ex- extend it to my podcast listeners, and Danielle was game for it, so I hope you guys enjoy it and would love to hear from you, and I also talk at the end, I'm about to have a parenting program begin, so you're going to hear the details on that as well, and the link to find out more about that is on the show notes. So uh, enrollment closes April 28th. So if you want to jump on that, you need to do so ASAP. Okay, enjoy the podcast today. So the big question is this, how do parents like us know that we aren't messing up the biggest role of our lives, especially when we happen to have a strong-willed child that's constantly pushing our buttons? We've all heard that kids don't come with a manual, so how can we know for sure that we're saying the right things, or that we're getting this parenting thing right. Well, on this podcast for parents of toddlers to teens, we'll be giving you real tools you can use right away so that your kids will feel like they can talk to you about absolutely anything and everything. My name's Randy Rubenstein and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. So these kids that are the opposite of us that we can't relate to when we tap into their superpower and we change the conversation and we create this belief within them, this thing that's different about me is, is it making me wrong or bad? It's actually my thing and I'm being celebrated for it. It's a huge confidence builder. And then you get to, you get to enjoy it too. And it's just this beautiful dynamic. I yeah.
0: love that. I love that so much. Okay, so, um, again, if you have questions, just post them below, and Randy will answer them. Um, and since we don't have any, I don't think right now, um, I'll move on to um, a few more of mine. Um, so, um, just some quick recommendations. I just have, a, like, a few little things, like um, little arguments over toys. Like, how should we handle that?
1: Um I love when you have two little kids and they're fighting over a toy. I love kind of teaching them these conflict resolution skills. Like that's the beautiful thing about sibling rivalry when we learn how to manage it the right way is that we have this opportunity to teach our kids how to resolve conflict in a peaceful way and to really go into their thinking brain versus just totally shutting down or thinking they need to be aggressive to get it. So they're fighting over a toy and that's when you jump into mediator role and you're like, Looks like we got a problem, guys. We got one red truck and two kids that really want to play with it. What do you think we should do here? And you start getting them to do this beautiful problem solving you can start doing this when they are literally like two three four years old Mm -hmm. and so when they're 12 and 13 and you learn my productive conversation method which culminates in problem solving well now you've got kids that have grown up their whole life knowing how to problem solve like a civilized human being it's a beautiful thing
0: yeah that's amazing Okay, um, so what about um, children who are hitting or throwing toys?
1: So kids that are hitting or throwing toys are just showing you that they are out of control. And at a non-relevant time, what we're doing is we're establishing the rules in our household, okay? And what I teach a lot of people to do is to have, like, a manifesto that you create together, and it's, like, a fun family activity you guys understand I'm giving in the cliff notes to all of this. So just there's, there's, there's more involved, but in the, but, but the bottom line is there's a manifesto that's created. It's put in your kitchen. It's the Rubenstein family rules. You know, it's the Sylvie family rules. It's your manifesto and it's what you do and you're constantly referring back to it. So I heard recently, and I think I said this in the podcast is, somebody in one of my business books said, this is a lot like parenting. Parenting is establishing a set of rules, repeating it often, following through consistently. Okay? You establish your set of rules in a non-relevant time. You post them in your kitchen. You're going to be repeating them often because little kids live in their limbic system, in their emotional brain. They got a lot of big feelings all the time. So you're going to be repeating them often and then you're going to follow through consistently. The follow through is when your body is out of control, which is violent behaviors or unkind words, that's when you re- you get removed from the rest of the family dynamic. And when you're calm, you can come back and join us. Mm-hmm. So when they're hitting or doing that, that's when you really employ that calm down spot. Different than time out, because it's not a, you will stay here for three minutes and think about what you do, which no child in the history of childhood has ever done that. All they do is sit there and think about how much they hate you or are going to get revenge on <laughs> the, I'm the sibling that put them in timeout. So what you actually do is some teaching, and you just say, go. When you're calm, Mm -hmm. you can come back and join us. Calm people solve problems. Go to Mm -hmm. your calm down spot, and when you're calm, we'll figure this out. You're out of control right now. Mm -hmm. You know the family rules. You're breaking Mm -hmm. the family rules. Calm people can play out here in the playroom. Mm -hmm. People who are hitting and not being calm, Mm -hmm. you go and get yourself together, and you can come back when you're calm.
0: And then, so what happens if then they're like, no, I'm not leaving. I don't want to go. I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay here. Then what do you do?
1: When you're establishing the rules, so you're going to have to really know, like, look, it's going to suck the Mm -hmm. first three to five times. And when you follow through consistently, they start believing you. I, I like to use the example of my son, Corey, when he was two, he literally for like six months or something got sent away from the dinner table to his calm down spot every night and he you know it was like by dinner time he was two he didn't want to sit he didn't want he was done eating for the day and I've got eight years between my oldest and youngest so everybody else was sitting down and and ready to kind of get back together at the end of the day and he was like what are we doing here I've got all my people here let's go play so Mm. I would send him away and I would send him away so the first couple of times I had to take him there I had to sit with him and I had to say you are out of control. We are having dinner right now. When you're calm, you can come back to the table and be with everyone. And mm-hmm. he, I would, and that's when I would breathe with him, mm-hmm. and I would breathe with him. So I, I, bre- I would breathe with him, and, you know, we have these, our brains have these amazing things called mirror neurons. And so literally it's like when someone yawns and you have to yawn yes. too. So I would, and he wouldn't be able to help himself. His little two-year-old self would breathe too. And so I did that with him a couple of times, and then when he kept up the behavior, I would say, "Corey, you need to go to your calm down spot. Go to your calm down spot. When you're calm, you can come back." And he would go. He would march on over there because I had stayed there with him at first. I had trained him, and I consistently followed through. Now he believed me that that was the deal. Yeah. Now, if you have a child that's constantly saying, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, whatever, and you have to say, I'm going to take you over there. You're clearly out of control. You need a few moments by yourself, and when you can match my voice and talk like talk like I'm talking to you, then you can come back and rejoin. I don't want to go. I know you don't want to go, but you're clearly, your body's showing us that you're clearly out of control and you need some time. Yeah, You need some time to regroup. It's okay. Just go take that time for yourself. You deserve it. Do mm-hmm. you hear that? Yeah. And so it's not like you deserve it. It's like yeah. It's like so many of the old school ways. We're just tweaking and making into a more positive conversation. You deserve this. Your body deserves it. You're having some big feelings. Go get yourself together and then come on back. I love
0: that. Yeah, I think that's really mm-hmm. good. Okay, um, Melissa asked, um, would this be um, a, a specifically designated place that doesn't change location? So can you touch just a little bit on? kind of
1: the calm down corner and um, how that. All so wh- yeah. So when you choose, when you, you know, and guys know, like I teach like an hour and a half workshop on how to do the calm down corner. So just in a nutshell, it, yes, I would, when your child, especially is little, I would let them, um, you know, at a non-relevant time, choose the spot. And, um, and it could be one of those cute tents and whatever, as they get older, it might just be their room. Um, But the goal is to be able to take the calm down spot anywhere you go because when they are 10 and 11 and 12, they realize the calm down spot is within because it's all about the breath. It's yeah. all about the breath. So what you do is while you're in the house, you have some special place and you're like, you're like, you get to choose the space. You can have some squishy balls when you're feeling stressed and you can squeeze them. You can have a special stuffed animal. You can have some yummy smelling essential oils because it will send your brain. This message to be calmer like lavender and you sniff it and that'll help you to calm down. And here's the thing. If we're somewhere that is away from home and you're having big feelings, You're going to just imagine in your brain that you're in that cozy little tent or that cozy, like, like, Corey picked the dog bed with all the, (laughs) the, like, with all these gross stuffed animals, the dog had stolen over Like, I don't even want to know what was on those stuffed animals, but, (laughs) and, and so you tell your kids, you know, this is not a punishment. This is a place that's all for you, for you to get your body calm. So if we're somewhere else, we'll just have to improvise and make a calm down spot wherever we are. And, um, and it's all about you <sighs> calming your body down so that you can think clearly and be calm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, let's
0: see here. Um, Katrina said, um, my kids hear me but are terrible about follow through. Any tips They are Three and four.
1: Um, yeah, so you, so, so Katrina, when you are establishing a set of rules and follow and repeating them often, you have to follow through. And the first couple of times, like I say, they suck. Like when you're going through target with your three or four year old and you, they're used to getting the matchbox car. Which we all know the matchbox car turns into two matchbox cars and the thing of bubbles, and now they want some goldfish and they want can't understand why they can't have candy too. Like it's growing and growing and growing. So now all of a sudden you've decided that's it, we're not doing it. I'm gonna establish the rule that it's birthday or Christmas list, we're not having a toy buying day today, we're getting we we're doing an errand, we're getting stuff for the household, we're not buying stuff. When you want stuff, it can go on your birthday or your Christmas or Hanukkah list, and that's the rule. Well, guess what? When you've had a three- or four-year-old who's been used to getting the Matchbox car and all the other stuff, they're going to freak out. Mm -hmm. And so you got to just know they're going to freak out. It's okay. And other people are going to look at you, and you're going to have to strap them into the cart, and you're going to have to quickly get through Target, and you're going to have to not make eye contact with them and do your (laughs) own breathing And you're going to have to stay in your own lane and pretend that all the eyes of the neighbors are not on you. And you're just going to walk and everybody's going to say, you know, look at you. And when you do see someone, you're going to say, it's hard to be three. You know, it's hard to be three. I know it's hard to be three. And you're saying to yourself, it's hard to be three. And you're checking out. and You've got your kid freaking out. And then you put, you take them to the car and you act like they're not even having the meltdown. And you get through your errand and you buckle them in and you're not making eye contact and you're just going about your business. And guess what's going to happen to that freaking out child? Eventually they're going to get tired. And when they get tired, they're going to start whining. And when they start whining, it actually move, means that they're moving up in the centers of their brain. And when they get tired and they start whining, you say, baby, I can't hear you. When, you, when your voice matches mine, I can understand you. And then they're going to say, mommy, I really wanted that thing. And you're going to say, I know. You love matchbox cars. This is the empathy. You just vow. Yes, you love it. And the rule in our family is you put it on your birthday or your Christmas list. It. I know how much you love it. So you know what, which list, and this is the two positive choices, which list do you want to put it on? Cause I'm going to put it on that list. Cause I know how badly you want it. So I would say, I think it was Katrina is yeah. You know, Katrina, all this stuff, the, the following through and the consistency and knowing just preparing yourself for the first couple of times, the suckage, of the first couple of times and how bad the meltdown is going to be and how hard it is to stay in your own lane and not to get worked up and not to make, that's why I say don't make eye contact because when we make eye contact in those moments, our mirror neurons match theirs and that's when we get so triggered we don't we lose it. So if you can just stay in your own lane, do your own breathing, calm yourself down, but follow through consistently that's when those times mean the most to the kids. And then they learn, hey, guess what? There's a new, there's a new set of rules guiding the way here. I kind of believe that mom's doing this. And I'll say one other thing, Katrina. This is our chance as women to master assertiveness. Because as women, we are taught, we're sold a bill of goods, and we are done a disservice as little girls because we are taught to say things and because we don't want to sound too harsh or too rude or too mean. And so we are not taught the communication skills of assertive language and to be taken seriously. And then we're put into this role of CEO and mom of the household. And we need these little people to take us seriously, but we haven't mastered the art of, commu- of assertive communication. So for our little kids who are literal little beings, when, we, when they hear us say, hey, bud, it's time to take a bath, okay, they think they have a choice in the matter. And then when they don't comply, all of a sudden we go from passive, okay, okay, camp counselor mom, to aggressive, enough, I said it was the bath time, why do I always have to yell? And we go to that place, and it's actually super confusing for kids. So when you have little kids that are challenging you, it's actually your chance to to master this art of assertive communication, and you'll learn it, and then you'll take it into all these other areas of your life, which is a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: That's really great.
0: Okay, um, I'm sorry, Randy we ran over on our <laughs> our half an hour. I
1: know I talk and talk and talk. I'm no, yeah, it's so it's...
0: great. Um, um, I just wanted to honor your time for sure.
1: Um, my course is about this. So my 30 day, like, let's retrain your brain and change the patterns. Um, is starting April 29th so um, enrollment's going to start right after the webinar for that so I've got though I've got some really exciting things coming up right now awesome. and um, we'll post the webinar and the or the ma- we're calling it a master class it really is a class because we're going to y'all just saw how much I can't help but pack it all in <laughs> we're going to pack it all into that master class
0: And, and I've done some of, um, Randy's webinars before and they're so good and there's so many good takeaways. So make sure you have like your journal there or your pad of paper so you can take notes because like you will want to, because there's, there's so much good information. Um, and there, and even her podcast, like I'm, I'm constantly like listening to it at work and I'm like making a little note, like post-it notes, like, Oh, this is good. Like,
1: (laughs) thank you
0: work on this so if you're not listening to the podcast I highly encourage you um to listen to it because it's just it's so applicable and it's so such like small things that lead to very big changes so I thank you (laughs) you're welcome thank you thank you so so much for doing this. I appreciate it so much. And I think that you have helped so many people. So um, thank you and have a great night. And um, I think that's it. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. And uh,
1: At mastermind parenting, we believe when your thoughts grow the conversations in your home flow. And if this sounds like something you want to learn more about, then I have a gift for you. You can grab a copy of my best selling book, The Parent Gap. It's my signature recipe for raising confident and kind kids, even if you have a strong willed one. So go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash book to get your free copy mailed directly to your doorstep.